Hey, this is To All the YA I've Loved Before, a podcast where two best friends explore the young adult fiction books of our childhood in the 90s and 2000s. I'm Casey Racer, and this is Supplemental Watching, the every other week episode when I ditch my co-host Ashley and have on other friends and teen media enthusiasts to talk about teen movies and childhood favorite TV shows that relate to the book we read last week. So last week we read Animorphs, and this week we are morphing again with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from the year 1993, and I have guest and husband of the pod, Ryan on. Say hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> to talk about it. Before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at TooAllTheYA and rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. All right, let's get into the episode. It's Morphin Chat. Ryan, shall we, shall we start this off by admitting to listeners, listener, my dad, that's our listener. Um, the only one. What we just did before this recording. What did we just do? I don't know, watch um, various uh, 90s. I watched six episodes of Power Rangers on a bus and got very judged by everybody on said bus. This is this is weirder, <laughs> but I found a uh, like fan cam, I guess is what you call <laughs> it, uh, of the Green Ranger, Tommy Oliver and Red, or not Red, <laughs> and Red Ranger. That would be actually kind of cool. And that the Pink Ranger, uh, Kimberly, of their love and I, I i i was into it it was good yeah didn't realize that was a thing have to find more youtube videos of that of smash cuts of romantic <laughs> entanglements from 90 shows set to what do we find we found you, seal backstreet boys you didn't know that was a thing yeah you know me oh my god my internet you, usages we would not have gotten along <laughs> as children definitely not we barely um, get along now, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> so I chose Power Rangers this week because it, in some ways, is like Animorphs, which I just did last week with Marcello, who was great. And thank you so much again for coming on. I thought it related a lot to that because obviously they, they both morph into other things. They're teenagers with too much responsibility yeah. that Teen are themes. Yeah. yeah, given all these powers to that they don't really know what to do with and they have to learn how to deal with them but i also learned that this year 2023 power rangers turns 30 what yeah i was really happy to hear that and also really unhappy because that made me feel like an old lady which i am um, as my dad would say you're not as young as you think you are direct quote from michael paddock get a lot of shout outs on this episode he, he get well. He gets a lot of shout outs on a lot of episodes because he, especially the supplemental watching ones, because I watched the show with him. He, my TV habits formed because of my father. Uh, all the cartoons that I watched definitely because of my dad. Big fan of X Men because of him. I I have very fond memories of the two of us. Well, it, my sister was probably there, but <laughs> watching <laughs> Power Rangers, and he watched Power Rangers far longer than i did like he kept watching it still in it still watching it today probably watching it right now if i had to guess i also wanted to do it because i it it's this huge thing from my childhood that i just figured out i don't really i don't remember much of at all actually yeah just that it existed and that i definitely watched it a ton but and i was obs- obsessed with obsessed it. yeah so before we get into that and how 
we feel about it. So I do a brief history of Power Rangers as a franchise, as a show. The original Power Rangers was adapted from the Japanese show Super Sentai, which started in 1975 and still is on TV. Wow. Yeah, I went and looked it up on Wikipedia. Ever heard of it? And it says it's still on. And I thought that Power Rangers was on a long time because it still has iterations on. There's a new one yeah. coming out this year. But 1975. Holy shit. I didn't even know it started that much before American Power Rangers. I didn't, yeah. yeah. So it was more of an 80s kind of thing. That's wild. They wanted to i mean since the i think that since the start of it the creator <laughs> this cat is going wild um the creator of the power rangers wanted to adapt it but uh didn't really know like kind of how to do it uh created some other kids show that he tried to get picked up in the 1980s and never got picked up i find that really interesting especially because a lot of the action scenes are from the original series they're just dubbed Really? I was, yeah, so I was when, always kind of wondering about that. Yeah, like when, when they're, they're in, in costume. Yep, yep. And yeah. uh, a lot of Rita Repulsa. Yeah. I, I mean, you can literally tell that she, like, that that's all dubbed. Yeah, that's what I kind of assumed. I guess I didn't know that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I was kind of questioning that as we were rewatching these episodes of, like, this doesn't feel like the same people that I just saw acting in these costumes doing these things. So. No, there's a lot of voiceover work, like a lot. Okay. <laughs> the Power Rangers as a franchise, it was on Fox Kids. And I also learned something really interesting about Fox Kids. Came out of a dispute with Disney over DuckTales. That's really? like the reason for Fox Kids invention. I don't really understand what happened because it has a lot to do with mergers and acquisitions and... yeah you know like media shit that like there's a it's on the wikipedia and i can't even begin to understand it but um it launched in 1990 as fox children's network before becoming fox kids network which was 90 minutes on weekdays and four hours on saturday mornings Mm -hmm. that's where your saturday morning cartoons kind of come in yeah like right after school and then on saturday mornings yeah i recall so tell me, because I have a long list of shows in the lineup, and I just want to name some of them. And tell me yeah. if you're familiar, if you loved them. Let's do it. Read them off. Uh, we got some Bobby's World. Bobby's World, for sure. That was going to be my one. That was like, I know this one was Fox Kids. I feel like you get it mixed up with everything else. But it was like, Bobby's World was Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby's World. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. Beetlejuice. Do you remember the Beetlejuice, the, cartoon the cartoon Beetlejuice? Yeah. I loved. I watched reruns of that on Cartoon Network later on in life. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. <laughs> cartoon. Okay. Well, they were making everything into cartoon yeah. franchises at that point. Um, Muppet Babies. Yeah. Okay. X Men. X Men. What? Just just OG X Men, not the. Uh... Yep. Okay. Um, what I used to watch with my dad all the time. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. Okay. Animaniacs. Yep. I know you know Animaniacs because oh, yeah. we, and, uh, we Tiny Toon, yeah, and we these, watched yeah. and it. Muppet and Babies, it's yeah. Still so good. Where on Earth is Carbon San Diego? Yeah. Life with Louie. Oh Life my god. With Louie, yeah. I love Life with Louie so much. Such a great show. Uh, Goosebumps, Godzilla the series. Okay. Young Hercules, which is a yeah. live action show. 
featuring mm-hmm. a young Ryan Gosling as Hercules. I don't remember that, but Fantastic. I saw that and I was obsessed. And now I need to find the episodes. Yep. Sounds like another podcast episode. Uh, Monster Rancher and Digimon. My favorite. Digimon, your <laughs> fave. I love Digimon. Yeah, so I definitely watched way more of uh, Fox Kids than like One Saturday Morning or other things that you talk about from your childhood. I I switched back and forth. I like I knew the uh I knew what was happening when and sometimes they overlapped and I have to choose from week to week and yeah. I have always been a big TV watcher. So that's that's me. Because yep. I was just dialed in. Power Rangers started and I just watched right on through. The first season is what we're going to be talking about because we watched six episodes of there as you said, they are how many? episodes long each season uh, uh the first season is roughly 60 episodes that's wild yeah maybe um, even more i mean because we were talking about it because most of the cast leaves in the second season but that's after almost like every cast member did at least 80 episodes like of the original cast but you know there's the story of that they all left in the second season it's like they still made 80 episodes that's more than yeah, yeah. most tv shows make in eight seasons nine seasons yeah especially yeah. now I was going to say, because when I heard that, I was like, I remember them being on so like they were such a huge part of my childhood. But that makes sense if that actually like equals out to being multiple seasons, like way more seasons than two. So in the first season, we have Jason, the Red Ranger, Zach, the Black Ranger, Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, and then um, Billy, the Blue Ranger. We'll go into my guy in a bit. Uh, but those are the original that came out in the first episode and from the first to like the 20th episodes. I think that they were the yeah. only Rangers. And then we have we have Zordon, which is the big head. <laughs> the big the floating tomb. head. <laughs> and then Alpha. What was his name? Alpha 5. Alpha 5, who is like the Incorrect. robot, like his helper. And Rita Repulsa, who they describe her as a space witch. Which is so cool. Ooh, I love yeah. Rita. She's amazing. Yeah. So we have, you know, to start off with like these five teen characters played by people in their 20s, as we discovered. And basically, they're all called to join forces against Rita Repulsa, which we'll go into when we talk about the pilot episode, which is one of the episodes that we watched. Of course, they all have their like little characteristics, even though I feel like they don't. Yeah, I mean, they kind of, you know, introduced them as definitely Jason is the leader, Kimberly is the girly girl, Billy is the nerd. Because he's got glasses and overalls. He's got glasses and overalls, and he can fix all this space technology that he knows nothing about because he just knows how to do it as a 17-year-old or how old, how old these kids are supposed to be. Yeah, uh, very questionable. We don't really, We don't really get to know them. It's, as we said... These episodes are like 20 minutes long and like there's they go, they go by so, so fast, fast yeah. that I would look down for a second to make a note and I would look up and a whole different thing is happening. Like I mean, the first I episode follow. in particular, I mean, the pilot is just lightning pace, which once again, there's just no exposition as to who these characters are. There's no introducing them. It's just like, hey, here's these five friends. Now they're superheroes. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I really 
remember it being a lot different, but then I'm like, well, did I kind of confuse that with the 2017 movie or as a kid, my attention span was different. So I just thought it was more yeah. well-rounded. Who knows? For sure. And it's made there, for children who have it, short it, attention yeah. spans, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and then one more thing. So they have a million other iterations of the show afterwards, which is why I was trying to like kind of gather like a synopsis of like Power Rangers as a whole and kind of going to get into the mythology of it. It's impossible. There's so much of it. And I mean, like I said, they're still coming out till this year. There's um, a whole new series coming out on Netflix with the Black Ranger and the Blue Ranger from this. And then there's a new Yellow Ranger that they have to mentor that is supposed to be like Trini's daughter. Oh, interesting. Which is interesting I'm because in. yeah. the um sadly the actress that played Trini passed away when she was like twenty seven. Like a like yeah. it was very I mean, tragic. It was like in like two thousand, like two thousand one, yeah. like very early two thousands. Yeah. So let's get into our experiences with the Power Rangers. Would you like to go first? Sure. Our, our histories, um, what you remember. Because we we kind of talked a little bit through it, but I feel like I have a lot of distinct memories of the Power Rangers. Well, like I said, I mean, I definitely just like watched it all the time. It was definitely like an obsession. I mean, I owned every toy. I'm pretty sure I was a Power Ranger for three different Halloweens. I think I was red, green, and then white. So one Jason, two Tommies <laughs> uh, throughout three Halloweens between probably the ages of six and 10, six and nine. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Uh, so I definitely had just yeah every different toy that was just every christmas present that i can remember of early childhood and getting up on saturdays and i don't know sleeping over at friends houses and that's what we'd still do is just get up and i'll watch power rangers together and then go play power rangers in backyards and definitely had uh had tommy's little uh dagger flute so i could call my dragon zord so i could stab people and, and play my little flute yeah so, i don't know yeah it was i was a power ranger kid for sure what which makes it even funnier that like how little of like the actual show you and I remembered. Yeah. I mean, that is interesting, but as we said, there's a hundred episodes in those first two Mm -hmm. seasons. They're showing two or three, four, a Saturday. And you're just a little kid sitting there, just taking it in. Like all you remember is that they were cool, right? They fought fought bad guys and they, they, yeah, put their dinosaurs together and made a big robot and, and fought these other monsters. And yeah, that was, that was pretty much the experience. Yeah, I think that that was a lot of my experience too. Uh, me and my sister were both Pink Rangers for one Halloween, and I was uh, the Pink Ranger again. I think like the next Halloween or the one after it, because I could wear her costume her that costume, she outgrew because yeah. I outgrew my old one. Nice. Um, we were obviously both big fans of the Pink Ranger because we both loved pink, <laughs> and I have just. I don't have these like very like intricate memories of the show, as we've said, but mm-hmm. Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, he was the love of my life. Like, honestly, he I was in love with him. I loved his long hair. I I just I thought he was so cute. And for the longest time and rewatching it now, I'm like, yeah, he's so cute he's so charismatic I love him I was 
very destroyed and upset when um the actor that played him died by suicide in november of 2022 it was a really sad moment for me don't want to make people other people's deaths about myself but it just felt um more personal than a lot of other actors deaths that have happened because i don't know i just i i loved him so much i had his pogs i just like i I was in love with him. It was yeah. so weird how he became like the template for like what I thought was attractive and like what I fell in love with, with like fictional characters. He is the template for that, I would say. And I can see it in yeah. the the people that I write in my books. And clearly um, in the person that you married. <laughs> you're nothing like Tommy just like Tommy how dare you yeah I don't he's always just like been this character for me that has always just stuck in my head even you know beyond that I was just always like my first crush was Tommy my first crush was Tommy Oliver and I I like have never been able to get over that crush and I I love him and I loved him in these he's like I said, he's so cute. And he's even though the show's so ridiculous and the acting is pretty awful, I think he does a really good job. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too. I mean, particularly we just talked about watching like those YouTube videos that were cut together. Like I remembered every clip that was from the movie as opposed to things that were from the show. And I think that is just like pacing and how they were created like the show is made to be disposable and for kids and to be mm-hmm. 20 minutes of fast fun action whereas if you're making a actual movie that was in theaters that also i went to theaters to see and like okay this sticks in my mind way more than all of these shows that just run together and i just remembered like oh yeah cool fighting blah 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 whereas i actually remember like scenes like him and kimberly are standing on a beach once it's like oh yep. that's straight up from the movie like i know that's it like so i think that's kind of interesting as well the, the scenery is something that i remember even from the show like uh like the desert views and stuff like there were yeah. very distinct backgrounds that i remember as well mm-hmm. but yeah so tommy oliver has a big place in my heart and so does jason david frank so r.i.p to him yeah R.I.P. this show as we've said it i mean it kind of exists in a weird place because it has all these scenes from <laughs> a show that existed decades before it like interstitched into it so like that part of it uh like the bad you know uh effects and stuff like i don't even want to talk about that because that that doesn't even really matter when it comes to that's just part of it yeah but the parts where they're not in costume and they're kind of just teenagers um i want to talk about how like very 90s some of this stuff is at particularly fashion which was I said so many times that Kimberly is just in outfits that I wore in the year this came out when I was three years old. Like she had exact outfits that I literally had at the time. You were at the peak of fashion as a three-year-old. It's wild. And she always had like a scrunchie in her hair. So she was kind of uh, more, I would say like childlike in fashion. And I would say mm-hmm. Trini is the one who had the fashion. She looked so good all of the time lots of crop tops lots of hats Kimberly had some of those too but in particular I loved Trini's outfit she wore a lot of plaid 
there's this one outfit that predates clueless but is so clueless she's wearing a yellow pleated plaid skirt and an oversized yellow sweater vest and she looks so cute it's wow share stealing trini's fashion (laughs) um and there's also kimberly skorts because they always had to be wearing skorts all skorts they're prepared to you know (laughs) fight all the time yeah she might have to Fight some uh, putties whenever you, you got to be ready. Billy's overalls, as we said, he's, he's always wearing yeah. overalls. He's yes. always wearing He's a nerd. <laughs> um, got to be ready to fix something at any time. Lots of muscle tanks between both tanks, Jason uh, and Tommy. Yeah. Zach's always wearing some sort of uh, Zubaz pants. Some and striped multi, shirt. Yeah. Striped shirts, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of have the color scheme of their particular Power Ranger, yes. which I really <laughs> liked. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I like a I like a good monochrome outfit. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job with that. That's I mean, I think that's probably something that subconsciously you knew as a child watching it and that you pick up on. But yeah, just like rewatching it, it's like, oh yeah, this is something that's very pointed. But it's done in like such a fun way that like yeah. it's not it's not because they're still wearing outfit. It's not just like they're wearing other yeah. than Jason maybe Those... who's basically just always in a red uh, karate outfit, I feel like. Yeah. But but I would say that I would say that the girls and Zach always like have a really well oh, yeah. put together. That was great. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you said, <laughs> the boys really have hey, like tank tops. Um. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Tommy's like knitted. Yeah. Shirt, like, like fishnet tank shirt. top pat uh, poncho almost. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like, made yeah. me laugh so hard. Uh, my my Ken doll had a gold shirt like that. Yeah, like <laughs> knitted chain mail. <laughs> yeah, oh, very. Uh, that was something. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was the merchandising, which doesn't have anything to do with like in show. But I mean, obviously, they made lots of shows because because of toys in the time, yeah. like Transformers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and you said that you had a lot of the toys. I had. <laughs> a uh, a tommy pog that i loved and refused to part with because <laughs> and people tried and i said absolutely not no this one is not on the table um do you know how to play pogs because i never understood that we talked about this in know, the home like alone episode or... no uh-uh. it was just like a collection thing like we we collected yeah. pogs i also had like a little pink ranger one of those little toys that mm-hmm. i'm sure if you saw like you'd know what that is um and the happy meal toys Ooh, happy meal toys yeah do you remember those i don't know maybe i assume that i had them i'm pretty sure that i had every toy that ever came out ever so <laughs> you yeah you were like a big toy boy yeah I mean, definitely in power rangers like i mean i had i I mean, I had at least an action figure of every single one of them, including action figures where, like, you know, their heads flipped over to where, yep. like, so one of them was the that. mask and the other was, you know, a likeness person. I had, you know, some that were just the Mega Zord, but also I had each of the individual Zords that they could be put together to make mm-hmm. the big one that was, like, two feet tall. Like, I had that. I had, like, a working, you know, base with Zordon's head that, like, was holographic and, like, spun around. You could turn him on and off in a little Alpha 5 guy. Like I said, I had that dagger, uh, Tommy's little green dagger that could call the the dragon zord and have the dragon zord. Then some of the pogs, like one of the greatest Christmas gifts that I ever got. We talk about this like every Christmas now. I got this like 
almost spinny top game that was Power Rangers, like Power Rangers Battle Tops or something was what it was called. And it was basically, like you said, it was basically a pog. There was a little disc with each of their faces on it, or one of them had Rita, one had Lord Zed, one had, you know, everybody on there. And you just like pulled this little rip cord and like set them out in this little plastic bowl and they hit each other until one of them knocked down. And we, I just, we played want that, for, that game now. Oh, it was, oh, I want it now too. <laughs> so I, I have no idea. I think that I found one on, on eBay. eBay at some point. Yeah. Uh, and got it. I think for my brother, he might, uh, he might have one. My brother might have one at his house, but uh, we'll track one down for uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah. I know. I'm slowly expensively buying my childhood back. <laughs> so I looked up the happy meal toys and because yeah. I was like, I don't think I had any of these, but I, I absolutely had the power morpher, buck, power morpher buckle with the power coins inside. Ooh. And like, I remember having that and being so sad when I, I slowly lost each one of the coins. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, my, my, um, my toy experiences were much smaller. Um, whenever we got like more expensive toys, there were barbie stuff because we were big big yeah. barbie heads if you will yeah should we get into the episodes that we watched yeah let's do it all right so we watched the pilot quick synopsis on that rita repulsa who is an evil space witch as i said uh i had to mention that again because it's such a cool title and i'm going to be that for halloween this year not rita repulsa but a evil space witch um, How much you are most Halloweens? <laughs> and her minions are freed from their imprisonment on the moon. So Zordon, who Rita had trapped in a time warp, so he's now a big talking head, and his robot assistant Alpha 5 recruit five teenagers to fight her, giving them power morphers, power coins, and dino zords. zords. I, I think, okay, my autocorrect changed that. So basically they get suits they can fight in and then these giant robot dinosaurs that all come together and make a giant robot. And that, yes. like, that's what it is. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so it is like the uh, the origin, the, mm-hmm. the superhero origin story here. It's but it's interesting. so quick. Yeah, it's interesting that you said that like scenes are cut from the 75 version because the opening sequence where Rita gets released from her it's like on the moon right and it's just this big tub that's sitting on the moon and these guys in silver spacesuits just come coming up it's like oh what's this oh whoops let's open it it's like oh no we released this ancient evil ah. i wish it would have been more of an origin because everything happens so fast yeah um which we kind of do get in the 2017 reboot which we will talk about because i have a lot of feelings good feelings i know surprising but I like the it, movie and it had, yeah. But it was just, yeah. Oh, we need five teenagers. Why why do we need teenagers? And, no, we need uh emotional and rebellious. <laughs> that was funny. Was like, They're like, oh what? no, not teenagers. Another thing that establishes like the lore of at least the first couple of seasons of Power Rangers is the youth center, the gym with yeah. a juice bar. Juice bar. That's where we meet all of these kids, right? They're yeah. all like doing different uh, sporty things. Yeah, it's just a big open room where Kimberly's doing gymnastics. Jason's teaching a karate class that Zach's in. There's just some dude like lifting weights in the in the corner. And then, yeah, there's a juice bar. Over <laughs> okay. what, is, what is this place? I was like, I was like, who would 
ever just hang out doing like exercise things. And I said, I probably should have, because maybe then I could touch my toes at this point in my life. Well, I mean, we had, we had a rec center kind of place that was kind of a hangout, but I mean, it's not, not where you went every day or anything, but it was a place cause it had a pool and a gym and like an arcade and like a playground outside. And just was like, it was kind of a space where you could go hang out and like people went there, but not every day. But, and were you like, like 16, and, and not, and not, as a, and not 16 at like 12. Yeah. yeah because Maybe. by that time you can hang out at a mall. You can just, yeah, you can drive like, yourself anywhere. These kids would be or in hanging the out parking at lot a, of a gas station. Yeah. These kids would be hanging out at a mall though. Like right, why yes. are you hanging out there? I, I found that so weird. Um, Bulk and Skull are the um, little bully villain, like human villains. And okay, why from around this time was that the thing? It's like yeah. uh, one like short, fat guy and one like skinny, taller guy with annoying yeah. that are annoying as hell, have stupid names, uh, Ice anyone from hocus pocus <laughs> like that's yes. that it's like if you haven't seen this show in a while just like think of the hocus pocus bullies because that's what yeah. this is but yeah they, boy meets world gross. did it like everyone yeah every show had yeah a larger and a skinnier bully <laughs> that were just yeah over the top and weird and sexually harassing the yeah. girls so physically much. harassing them yeah. like in the first five minutes of the show they like just charge at them like they're going to beat them up which i mean it's so that they can just flip them over and dispose of them easily as trini and Kimberly really do but like just good griefs like we're five minutes into this supposed kid show and yeah they're just going to domestic yeah, and it's supposed physically to be funny it's supposed to be women. funny yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah it's hilarious because that's what girls are like yeah socialized to be like okay this is fine Yes. And I, I think that shows like this don't help that. Like they really yeah. promote that message that it's just all funny and all in good fun when it's not. And it teaches yeah. boys that they can get away with shit like that. And it escalates. But um, they are gross. But the girls, both Trini and Kimberly, hold their own against them every time. And yeah. I love that about them. Like they are not having it. They always tell them off like distinctly. It's never like a... They don't really laugh about it. They're both like, ew. They defend yeah. themselves and kind of walk away. And they just move on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The only people that laugh about it are Vulcan Skull. <laughs> like, yeah. They only, yeah. They're not good bullies. I have something to admit right here. Okay. I never knew that the, on Rita's head, that was her hair. I always thought that was a hat. Yeah. I literally just figured this out. I feel so stupid. That's her hair. She's so cool. She's so yeah, cool. She's so cool. I love Rita Repulsa. She loses every time, but she's super cool. Yeah. And you know what? Her beef is not with the Power Rangers. It's with Zordon. We'll get into that because I have a lot of thoughts on him. I've known literally nothing about this. So <laughs> I'd love to hear them. So the <laughs> next span of episodes that we watch i accidentally said i said hey let's watch um the pilot and let's watch the episode slash episodes that the green major comes in because i thought it was a two-parter it's a five-parter so that was the rest of our episodes green with evil is a five-parter 
And you know what's stupid about that is that the same thing happens over and over again in those episodes. So yeah, it did not need to be the a exact same episode. Yeah. <laughs> like there was no character building or anything that I thought that there was going to be. That well, kind that of happened like... in the pilot too. It's just like Rita is this, you know, space witch that's you know, hell bent on conquering Earth. And you just have these fights where it gets, you know, kind of to the point of a stalemate or even she might be winning. It's just like, oh, no, you have to go back to the moon now. And like, oh, no, it's over. They won. It's like, did they? Like, why is this None fight over? None of the nobody... fights really make sense. No. Yeah. Um, like, nobody nobody died. Nobody's even like down on the ground. Like, we're just like, nope, we're done now. They kind of fought back a little bit. Out. And yeah, that was the end of every part of the five parts of, oh, the Green Ranger has them. It's like, oh, no, let's pull back and head back to the moon. Yeah, Maybe we'll send does... a different guy down this next time. Like, and then I'll look up and all of a sudden the Power Rangers are all somewhere else. Like, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, so yeah. obviously I chose this one because this is when the Green Ranger comes in. Um, I also forgot to say about my or my origin story with the Green Ranger slash he becomes the White Ranger. I remember, I don't remember what I said, obviously, because I remember literally nothing about this show. I remember explaining to my mom's friend once about the evolution of the Green Ranger and how he becomes the White Ranger. I did that. I'm sorry, whoever you nice. are, that happened, especially because my <laughs> parents were so young. So the, they were probably like 25. Their friend was probably 25 trying to get drunk off of like pina coladas like in our living room and great. has <laughs> this kid trying to explain. <laughs> with the I love it Ranger if one of our friend's kids tried to explain that to me right now. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That's why I chose this one because Green Ranger always. Um I just can't say that enough because like literally that's I I I think without the Green Ranger, I wouldn't be talking about Power Rangers right now. Yeah. Brought it all um, together. We meet the new kid at school, Tommy. So he goes against Jason at the beginning of the episode in like a karate match, a martial yeah. arts match of some sort. Mm -hmm. They both like tie. And Kimberly looks at Tommy is like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Just like we all did. So she kind of wants like to hang out with him and stuff. Uh, but Tommy becomes possessed by our space witch, Rita, and for some reason becomes a ranger, but like an evil one. I didn't really understand that part. Because she hypnotizes him. Yeah, but why does he become a ranger? Why? How does she have the power? Because to there's give him a the fabled ranger? six ranger. She has the coin. This okay. has to do with the backstory and the lore between Thank Zordon okay. and Rita. I didn't need and their you interdimensional to this to me. battles over centuries. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. I like. I literally don't know. <laughs> it's so confusing. She just has one of the coins. There's six coins. Yeah, Zordon perfect. has five of them. She has one. It's not really explained at all. Ever really. I don't know that it's ever really explained. So. I probably looked down at that moment. So I didn't yeah. understand what was going on. In this five-parter, uh, Red Ranger Jason gets in prison for like a minute, but then gets out. Luckily, the, at no time does he fight his way out. In no time do any of them really fight their way out. They kind of get lucky doing everything that they do. As you kind yeah. of said, Zordon gets lost like in the ether. I don't... He just kind of like disappears. They kind of can't get like a like a hold of him. They can't get yeah, him on the phone. Yeah, they can't find his signal. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they just they just the call drops and they can't get him back. Um, and our little robot dude malfunctions. Um, 
the kids discover Tommy is the Green Ranger, but only after he like causes a bunch of havoc and destroys a lot of Angel Grove with the help of Scorpia, who is so cool. So cool. <laughs> Loved her. But then they manage to snap him out of it and win the fight and he becomes the sixth Ranger, but the good in the team. He's in the team yeah, now. Yeah, he's in the team now. That's that's all that happens in that in those five five episodes, by the way. Five <laughs> in the, episodes. In that hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> I love Tommy, as I've said, but um him acting evil look is Derek Zoolander. He <laughs> acts like like Zoolander. He like does the faces. He like his voice gets all like I Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's I was just like, oh my god, you're seeing like I'm a big boy, Kimberly. He's under a spell. That's how people under spells act. He's not being himself. <laughs> At one point, one of the Rangers, I think it's Trini, calls little, the Alpha robot a little mechanical misfit. And I thought that was <laughs> so cute. I just had to, I had to mention it. <laughs> No, I think Tommy, or I don't know, I thought it was a derogatory thing, right? Oh, it was. Yeah, I think it Tommy, was. I think it Tommy was. says yeah, it. Yeah, does, but I thought it, was, I thought it was cute. Yeah. So uh-huh. I just I just attributed it to it being cute. I loved mm-hmm. it. I want to be called a little mechanical misfit. <laughs> okay, babe. I'll call you that from now on. So near the end of this, uh, what did you call that? Quinto- quintology? Yeah. Yeah. Quintology. Rita tosses the megazords into a fiery pit they burn the the megazords which are what all of the so the power rangers go into yeah this like their little dinosaur robot so then they become a big robot which yeah why don't they just do that from the beginning whenever they need something because they always end up doing it anyways and they're stronger and whatever i don't know it doesn't really make any sense um But I mean, they you know, fight things one on one, you know. She like throws it in there, and they all just like tumble out and like tumble onto the grass. <laughs> and the actual answer to that is, you clearly did not listen to the Power Ranger Creed that they are not allowed to escalate a situation unless Rita escalates it first. So, oh my god, whatever, Zordon, I'm so sick of your shit. But, but yeah, yeah she I, on the fire. that moment is actually a really cool moment of like character building and like building for um. The Power Rangers that I hadn't really seen in any of the other episodes that we had watched because the kids are like destroyed by it. They they say that yeah. it feels like they lost a part of themselves. So they actually lost for, for yeah. once and like that. Yeah, they're really it lost was... because they have no powers because you know the power at the base is gone. So Zordon's gone. They don't have their morphing power. They don't have their Zords. They don't have anything. They're just yeah, just out there on their own and got to figure it out. I loved that moment. I really wish that that had lasted longer because they exactly, really... But it lasts for about two seconds yeah. because then they get teleported back to the base. Zordon comes back. They get all their powers back and he can magically just pull all the Zords out of the fire and then they win. Yeah. Boom, the end. Um, and th- and that's what... Another moment where like the Red Ranger... Or so like they lose Zordon completely and the Megazords are gone. And in this moment... Uh, Jason, the Red Ranger, is like, okay, and he's trying to like regroup them, and because they're like, oh, let's just give up. But it's like two seconds, but it's like a moment where it should have been like so impactful. Yeah. But then it was like over because everything yeah, is because fine. it just uh, resolves itself. Yeah. <laughs> I also found really funny about this is that they just would not put together that the Green Ranger was Tommy the entire time. Like, they just, like, could not, would not put it together. 
and when i mean it's what because he gets trapped there and so like they get a lock on his signal or whatever so they can pull up a picture of him and it's like pixelated and they're like what who and it's very clearly him like it's a pixelated picture of Tommy, and they're like what who could it be and then like slowly like, oh my god <laughs> oh my <laughs> god um and to be fair to kimberly though who says that she can't believe it's tommy um i've ignored a lot of red flags in people that i've liked so i get fair, it fair. i get it but the rest of you no excuse no excuses yeah. The Power Rangers basically win this fight because they reconnect to Wi-Fi. Yep. Discuss. <laughs> because honestly, they only can win when they're like connected to this power source. So yep. it really depends on if they can get a Wi-Fi connection, basically. Like that's what yep. this is about. So like it's yeah, not 100%. about like skill or anything. No, not at all. I mean, that, I mean, that's back to, you know, why they were chosen originally, which I mean, most of them are athletic, as we can see, they're, you know, really good gymnasts and martial artists and stuff like that. So like, lucky that they picked those five teenagers, I guess, but also, I guess it doesn't matter because, I don't know, Billy becomes, you know, super great fighter when he is proven that he's not. So yeah, it's just 100%. Are they in tune with this power that's been given to them? No, no discipline to attain, no anything, just... We're Power Rangers. I, I think that that does happen in the movie, though. We'll have to watch the movie because I think that's where, like, a lot of that character development and everything happens. Yeah, when they, because they, that is the thing, because they lose this because of the ooze or whatever, and they have to, you know, they have to Ivan actually go into the map. They have to go earn their power, you know, and earn their new Zords back and things like that. Yeah, that is the, the major theme of the major plot of the movie, I'm pretty sure. So at the end... They like snap Tommy out of it, right? And they're like, oh, hey, come join us as the Power Rangers. And like Jason, Red Ranger leader, invites him. And I'm like, Jason is just cool about this. This guy is cuter than Jason. He's got a cooler outfit than Jason. Kimberly likes him. Like, he just is like, yep, let's let's do it. Get in here. And I'm like, but why isn't there like something here? Like, why does he just accept himself? Because he's know. a good leader, okay? I, he knows he'll be better for the team. Yeah, but I think that it would just be... He's also a teenager. And also, he wants to get with him, too. Let's call a spade a spade. Everyone does. I just... Right. I feel like with these episodes, and maybe it was me um, taking a, into account other episodes and the movie and stuff, but I mm -hmm. swear that there was way more to this. And, like, it was, like... No. Uh, Tommy was like, no, I've done bad thing uh, in my mind. And no. I started probably making things up in my mind because I like to yeah. think that I, yes, that this is the fan fiction. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and oh, we'll leave it at this superficial level. We're not going deeper into the fan there's fiction a, that you've written in your mind. Cause there's whoa. a love triangle and all of this stuff. I thought that would be good. I don't really like love triangles, but I thought I would have liked that. Like, is there is there much chemistry or anything between Kimberly and Jason ever? No, but I really like, I don't thought think there so. was. Like, I even, really yeah. thought there was. Yeah, I just made things up in my head. My little, <laughs> my little three year old brain was just like, I need more drama. Okay. Jason's only character trait is being the leader, just being mm. completely bought into Honestly. being a Power Ranger, and just Honestly. like, yep, we're just in. No matter what, we're done. Honestly, they just they. They just start believing a giant head so fucking fast. I, 
it's wild like you guys have you're you're too trusting honestly you're too trusting to go along with that i think what this proves is that these kids can do all of this shit without zordon so go fuck yourself zordon why you, okay. you just talk, said that they had to have him. He's the one that gives them their power. He's the Wi-Fi. Mm, he's not the Wi-Fi. I think that there's just power. I don't think it's from him. I think that he just like needs to be in control of the power. No, because when they can't connect, when the... Okay, maybe, maybe. I, it, okay. All comes, it all comes from that base. That's where the power is. Here are my thoughts conduit. on Zordon. Okay, let's go. Because there's the whole... It's the whole teenagers... Why teenagers? Why do we need teenagers? Why male models? Is this situation with Rita Repulsa? Like, I know she lands on the moon and she starts, like, attacking Angel Grove. But she does it because she, I think she knows that Zordon is nearby because he appears and then he's, like, scooping up these teenagers. So is this, like, a Marvel MCU situation where it's, like, okay, but would these things have happened if you would not have existed in this? Like, you think that they're, like, defending it but it's like but this also happened because you're here do you know what i mean did did it she just started attacking earth as you just said like no but i'm like but like why her whole thing is that she wants to feed zordon so i think that she wants to conquer the universe zordon stopped her and imprisoned her in the capsule thing on the moon and he's been waiting for her return, knowing that he would need new rangers. There just hasn't been rangers in 10,000 years. And you need rangers so that fit them all. Teenagers didn't, teenagers as a concept didn't exist 10,000 years ago. Why? Because, okay, well, the concept of teenagers is actually um, like a newer thing. Like there were On kids Earth. that were that. Gordon old, is an interdimensional but... being. <laughs> Okay. He exists outside of a plane that you can even comprehend. That's why we have to bring him in in a big tube. Come on. Okay. You don't get get it. I don't get it. And so that was explained to me. So, okay, fine. She wants to conquer the universe, but she does have a thing with Zordon. It's a whole thing. But Zordon's thing is that he picks child soldiers. Yeah. To fight his war for him since he cannot that's fucked up right fucked up why children like he they say it in like a joking way that it's like teenagers are emotional and blah 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 but it's like they don't use that emotion to fight they use it to to harness the power it's the only way that sounds creepy when you put it like that like oh i need teenagers to do this why are you hanging out with 17 year old girls Zordon explain yourself in the movie they do show him in his physical form and he's a creepy little wrinkly uh, Uncle Fester looking dude and it's gross just saying what just saying (laughs) I don't know I have a lot of questions about if they actually have to be teenagers or not yeah he's real creepy no he's been doing this for a lot longer than you have okay (laughs) Protecting your reality, douchebag. <laughs> Should we talk about the Power Rangers 2017 movie? It was not popular, which made me sad because there was going to be a sequel. Be more, and yeah. mm-hmm. the Green Ranger like shows up at the end. 
Yeah. Both uh, the guy who plays Tommy Oliver, <laughs> but not canon. But also the Green Ranger, the Green Ranger yes. shows up. And I was so excited when I saw that. And then they were like, oh, this movie did not make any money. So we're not making a sequel. Yeah, which I, I mean, as big as Power Rangers was, is, I mean, particularly in a nostalgia generation that we live in, like, and I liked it. Like, it was a pretty good movie. Like, I mean, as far, you know. I yeah no I've seen it a couple times and I really mm-hmm. liked it because it was like it was an origin story which I think I don't always think an origin story is needed but I do think it is with this and it's got the it's got everything that I had complaints about in this pilot like yeah it it creates an it actual origin story yeah. for them and they come together and like yeah I mean it was emotional as well acted like I don't know yeah like, and I it was thought like, it was up, pretty it was good I was pretty surprised like yeah. Uh, the characters. How panned it was and how yeah poorly received it was actually because we were to go see it like opening the, night didn't yeah we, we did I, yeah I, we sure did because it came out like around your birthday I think it came out on my birthday so yeah. around this time <laughs> so like we were like yeah so yeah I'd say six I, years ago yeah yeah so it came out like the like, like 20, March twenty seventeen like the twenty fourth anniversary or something around then mm-hmm. but yeah I liked the actors a lot. The Red Ranger is played by the guy who, uh, Billy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Who is so attractive and like the he could ruin your life. He'd probably like steal your identity, um, max out your credit cards, and you'd be like, it's fine. It's fine. Crash your we car. We get it. You have a type. <laughs> Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, is played by um, the actress who is jasmine in the live action aladdin which wasn't good but she was good she was really yeah. good in it brian cranston was zordon uh yeah. elizabeth banks was rita repulsa rita, yeah so good i mean they put money into so this good. like i mean it looked good too. like the effects are good. So like i mean good. it looks like i don't i do i still don't understand the poor reception for that movie like i don't <sighs> know what people wanted it to be if they wanted it to be campier or like what i don't know i don't know i, I just I also, uh, I think that I just like reboots more than a lot of what other people like because I, uh, I loved the all female Ghostbusters reboot. Whatever, yeah. it was good. It was funny. I, I will stand by that. I thought it was really funny. I thought this was a good movie. I don't know if I have any other examples. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I oh the, uh, the canceled Saved by the Bell reboot. Like yeah, that just was good. Everything. I I love a good reboot. I. Reboot things. I don't care. I think it's fun. Yeah. Some of them don't work, like the Gossip Girl one. Some of them do, like the Save by the Bell one. I'm like, shoot your shot, man. Just it's fun. Who cares? You're not ruining anything. You're just kind of reconceptualizing it. Yeah. It was a good movie. We should watch it again. And that we will. The 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Best the... movie of all time. Yes. The... I with Ivan Ooze. With Ivan Ooze. And once again, oh. it's just uh, another villain that's accidentally let out of some creepy cage that a couple of adults just <laughs> tap into. <laughs> I just love it. That's how that's how evil people come to be. I wish that know? there was I guess I wish that there was more like teenage villains. I think that'd be a lot more fun in Yeah. It would make it's more like, sense as to why they're teenagers, right? I think that teenagers like, have to fight adults. They're fighting the man, you know? I think that like Static Shock yeah, as like as a show, Static Shock does really well mm-hmm. in this, where it's like 
he fights a bunch of people like from his high fights school and stuff. Other, like yeah, other, other teenagers. Oh, I do love Static Shock. That's a that's a good show. I need to I need to reboot that. Yeah, what are they doing? Yes, absolutely. Why have DC? What are you doing to close this out? How do you relate? Who are you from the the show? What did you take from this then? What do you take from it now? I've already covered it. I'm Tommy. I live my entire <laughs> life the way Tommy would. Every decision I make, I think, what would the Green Ranger do? And I do it. That's who I am. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I was a Red Ranger for one Halloween and then the Green Ranger. So definitely identified with more of the leaders. Definitely had a crush on Kimberly liked amy joe and other things i think there's a decom like called Susie q or something that she starred Susie. in that i oh, I, love I have no idea if it was good or not but i liked it because she was in it and always had a crush on her and felicity oh and felicity yeah but i don't know yeah i mean like i said it's something that's resonated through my entire life and as yeah probably originally shaped my love of superheroes comic books things like that the reason that i go to see every marvel movie when it comes out i went to go see the power ranger movie i'm pretty sure when it came out in theaters and there's like we went to go see the reboot when it came out in theaters and so i think that kind of just like initially created my love of all such things and it's kind of grown ever since then and so it made me the nerd that i am today no um, yeah, I I would have to agree with that assessment, and especially because, like I said, uh, this was a show that me and my dad used to watch together, so it was definitely special for me because of that, and he really um, shaped the way that I watch superhero things. I went and saw Iron Man with my dad, and remember how like big that was you know, for us just because he was like a cartoon nerd. And so it's always special to me because of that whole thing. So I think that it shaped me in that way because, yeah, I, I always kind of liked little n- nerdy things like that. <laughs> always loved cartoons. I'm a big cartoon fan. Always have been, always will be, Um, you know, that was like Digimon. <laughs> Definitely a always have been the pink ranger because she's like more girly but i loved this time around trini's sense of style a lot more and i thought that she i think she's a very underrated character i thought that a lot of as i rewatched it too it's like i didn't like think of her basically at all other than she was the yellow ranger that was there right kind yeah. of thing and like no she Which had a lot cool. of like good lines and good fashion and yeah, yeah. I, I say, that's, yeah. That's, that's, it's interesting like how yeah how background she felt in my mind once again i was five years old i don't know you know but yeah that's that's interesting this is one of those bits of nostalgia that has always just stuck with me or i'm just always like if i i'm like oh the the theme song you know which power ranger you are i it's it's just like it is one of those like distinct 90s nostalgic pieces that i that has always stuck with me yeah i i think that that's where i want to end this episode is just on tommy oliver and how much of an impact that he actually had on my my little three-year-old brain and just how much how much i just always have loved him and i just want to i want to give a lot of love to that character because i think that he deserves it agreed thanks for coming on ryan i will see you next time or in a minute when you come out of the bathroom (laughs) all right bye bye oh look 
There she goes, sweet as honeydew. You swear that you have seen her face like she's deja vu. She's the image of the fruit you cannot taste.